A very good afternoon to all my viewers and welcome everyone to the Sentinels Newsmakers. Today, my guest is five times Mizoram Chief Minister, senior Congress leader, and in fact, one of the longest serving politicians from the state, Mr. Lalthan Haula. Sir, thank you so much for joining me on Sentinels Newsmakers. Welcome to the show. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, sir. So let me start by asking you this. I mean, what do you personally feel about uh, Zoram Bhanga government's handling of the overall COVID situation in Mizoram? Because Congress seemed to be really unhappy the way uh, the MNF government is handling the situation. Of course, we are seeing a steady rise in the number of cases uh, in Mizoram at this point of time. <clears throat> Yes, uh, for a long time we were very happy because uh, Mizoram remained green area for a long time. Yes. But then when our government had to start collecting standard measures in various parts of the country, in various parts of the cities, uh, in various cities, right? Right. Uh, then they had to come home. Yeah. And unfortunately, people coming from Chennai, Delhi, and Maharashtra. Yeah. From, from them, we say uh, we have contacted this disease. Otherwise, uh, before this, there was only one uh, one case. Right. The two, a pastor coming from all the way from Denmark. Mm -hmm. He yeah. himself, himself while he was in Denmark. And when he arrived here, he was said to the Myanmar, we call it Myanmar, uh, Mizoram uh, Institute. Yeah. Medical research and all that. Mm -hmm. the, the college which has started. Now, the new government has renamed it Zoram Medical College. Yes. It yeah. is after Zoram Dara. Mm. Even though they didn't spend a single pie. Now, right. this, you know, Mizoram Institute of Medical Studies and Research mm -hmm. had been started by us. It was the effort and over time. It was right. in me. And it is going to be a research center. And to feed the college, to feed the institute, we constructed this uh, you know, the medical uh, facility hospital. The yeah. hospital. Yeah. So, so that has been very, very useful now. You see, uh, after this has invaded us, this has invaded us. You see, everything has to be brought urgently from, uh, from outside the state. And the state uh, medical department, health department, of course, this, this being a new, new disease, they yeah. were treated well also. Mm -hmm. Now, everything has to be brought from outside urgently. And it was very, uh, this uh, airport in Aizol. Yeah. 
has made very good use of for this uh, emergency mm -hmm. uh, medicines and instruments we go from outside. Okay. And now, of course, uh, after all the standard resources are paid from various, uh, various cities of the country, mm -hmm. now they, it keeps on increasing now. Yes. And initially, of course, since this is a new thing, yeah, it was. It was no surprise that the medical department, health department, was not fully prepared. They were taken by surprise, rather. Right. But now, was the energetic health minister who himself mm -hmm. is a very energetic, very experienced mm -hmm. doctor, Right. Yeah. He, did, he has been doing his best with the help of the senior doctors there. And now I think they have, uh, they have been running the research center well, as well as the referral hospital. Right. To, 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 to feed this uh, institute, we also uh, reconstructed this referral hospital. And these two are, are working together now in, in, in close cooperation. And all those active cases mm -hmm. uh, are hospitalized in the referral hospital, which is created by us to, mm -hmm. for the use of the medical institute that we had uh, started. Okay. Uh, so, uh, sir, now, uh, now there's been a steady increase, of course, like you mentioned, it is, uh, and we all know it is because most of the stranded people have started coming back uh, home. Yeah, yeah. That is a reason why. So you seem to be more or less happy the way things are at, at this point of time, the way the government is handling the situation at this point of time. But your party at one, just a few days back, actually, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, asked uh, for the resignation of finance minister, who is also the chief minister of the state, Mr. Zoram Thanga. So, yeah. And, you know, there are a lot of accusations that has been leveled by the Congress party against uh, Zoram Thanga and, and his government, the MNF uh, government there in the state. So how would you mm -hmm. react and respond to all those allegations? Uh, there, were, uh, there were allegations leveled against the government saying that money was not uh, cleared on time for uh, the test kits to be procured. In fact, like I mentioned, the chief minister himself holds the finance portfolio. Then uh, the, uh, there are allegations about the kind of tests which were conducted. So a lot of accusations there from the Congress camp. How would you respond to that? So one factor why, uh, why we are not very much happy with the functioning uh, of the state government is that in spite of the chief minister yeah. constantly saying that there is plenty of money and we he even said that it is so the, the money is so huge the number uh, they have so much uh, money that words cannot express how much they have and all right. so inside of that when the need arise uh, when the need arises mm -hmm. there was no money uh, enough money for the health department now uh, at one point of time the health department demanded uh, uh, wanted some money yes for fighting effectively the invasion of COVID-19. Yeah. But uh, the finance department turned down. And yes. unfortunately, the finance minister happens to be our chief minister. Yeah. That is why my colleagues are not very happy about it. 
especially right. at this point in time, whatever amount the whatever uh, whatever financial amount the health department demands mm -hmm. or require, yeah, it has to be given immediately right. because they the life the human life is very precious, very important, and to save as many lives as possible. The money should be there for the health department to spend according to requirements. But yes. that was so. And it was made public that the health department demanded some money from the finance department for fighting COVID-19 effectively and for purchasing some instruments, medicines and all. But mm -hmm. uh, that the finance department did not agree to their yeah. demand. And that right. was that was very much in the news throughout Mizoram. Right. Yes. Not only Congress, but uh, most people are unhappy. Why should at this point of time mm. the final department refuse to send so many uh, who is required by the health minister, head the health department? They are in dire need of uh, uh, money for purchasing yeah. medicines and instruments and all that. So. Uh, when you just calm down, naturally the people also uh, are unhappy about it. Yeah. But it's really good to um, uh, good to hear good words from you for the from, for the health minister of the state. Mm -hmm. uh, so, do you feel that the kind of health infrastructure that should have been created over the years uh, during your tenure, also as the chief minister, uh, has that uh, somehow been lacking there? I don't think so because not not because I was involved, but because you say we have first ever. Hmm. Uh, I I use hospital in the northeast in Kendro. Right. It is okay. it's the direct uh, I use hospital, hmm. and the referral hospital which was completely destroyed by the earlier Indian government. We restored it. Hmm. During that time, you say. And it was used uh, for poultry farming and, uh, and uh, say, rearing of uh, goats, this, that, and all. But when we came back, uh, right from day one, we started rebuilding and reconstructing it. And had yeah. it not been for that, today it would have been in bad shape. Now, mm -hmm. the referred hospital and the college uh, that we have started, uh, they have become very, very useful. Mm -hmm. Had we not been, uh, had we not constructed to reconstruct this, there would have been no place for this uh, COVID-19 uh, victims to treat. Right. right. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's the biggest yeah. hospital in the state. Our civil hospital, located in Aizol, in the middle of Aizol, and such deadly disease, uh, you know, it would not be right to treat such a. Uh, victims in such a hospital. Therefore, uh, this, uh, our federal hospital in Falcon is about uh, almost uh, 45 minutes drive from Iso to the south. Yeah. It is located there. And it is very convenient. And I'm, we are very happy that we have reconstructed all this federal hospital, which was completely destroyed by the other uh, ministry. And, and not only that, we had started this medical college, which would have been a research medical institute. Right. Uh, so another issue here is about the migrant workers coming back. A lot of students 
um, they are coming back. So do you feel that uh, this is not just, uh, the question is not specific only to Mizoram, whole of Northeast. We have a lot of students who live their own state. They have to go out and study outside. So do you think that our educational institutions, the, um, the infrastructure there, uh, the education system and the infrastructure required now is the time for the governments to focus more whatever happened in the past is all uh, there for us we all know and we cannot undo things that has been done but going forward do you think we need to really focus on this aspect as we are focusing on the health infrastructure now creating healthcare facilities and everything now is the time for every government including mizoram government to focus on creating better uh, infrastructure and facilities in the education space so that our students do not have to leave their own home, uh, their home states and go to a Delhi or a Bangalore and then face everything that they are facing, including uh, race, uh, racism. Of course, I agree with you that we should have uh, equally good institutions for our students here in the Northeastern region. But you see, I should think that uh, some of the colleges in the Northeastern region, like, you know, at, uh, Anthony's College, Edmonds College yes. in uh, Shillong, and Shillong. Uh, in, in Guwahati also, we have a very good university, yes. as well as uh, public schools and all that, branches of the uh, DPS, very mm. public These are all good enough, but then you see those who are able and those who are capable, they want to send their children to bigger cities because naturally right. of in the bigger cities one has to learn most everything and even right. without, uh, even outside the textbook you know just by mm -hmm. seeing or just by experiencing yes. uh, their, their uh, educational outlook is much broader there right and yes. that is how my most of most probably is capable mm -hmm. uh, Finance, uh, financial people, finance people mm -hmm. who are forced to send their children there are doing this in spite of the existence of uh, good schools, colleges, and institutes here in the Northeast. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, also about the whole issue of livelihoods for the migrant workers, uh, Mizoram has always uh, seen this entire issue of unemployment, joblessness, that has been one of the biggest uh, agenda during the uh, elections, the state elections in 2018 as well. And now with so many people coming in, maybe for Mizoram, the number, the percentage might be a little less compared to other states, but the problem is there. So what do you think could be the solution, the larger unemployment issue of Mizoram and now people uh, coming back to their state who might have lost their jobs outside? You see, let us hope that uh, one fine day this uh, COVID disease will vanish and people could go back to their own places and their respective places of studies or workplace uh, like that. Yes. But, uh, I do agree, of course, that we need to improve whatever infrastructure that we have in the Northeast. Uh, particularly in Mizoram, which is the, uh, you know, even in the Northeast, which is the most difficult. Please, uh, in the in the in uh, um, what should I say? A very rarely visited place. You see, Mizoram yeah. uh, remains the least visited state in the entire northeastern region. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
and, uh, and because of that, you say, even in Northeastern, they can say, and because of the distance, and being sandwiched by two foreign countries, that of right. Bangladesh and Myanmar. Myanmar. Uh, yeah, you face a lot of uh, problems which uh, do not exist, for example, in other states of the Northeastern region. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree that uh, we have to improve whatever infrastructure that we have, whether it is education or roads or mm. something. But then, you see, even in Mizoram, we have all this uh, institute like uh, Institute of Management, uh, IT, mm. and all this. And people from other parts of the country are also uh, coming here and staying here to uh, learn to study in these institutes. Right. Yeah. So, uh, of course, this needs to be improved. Yes. Uh, even in spite of the, you see, Mizoram being far from area, mm-hmm. to study in these institutes like, you know, Institute of Management, Technology and all, the, the uh, students from other parts of the country comes in large number and they're studying here, fortunately for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mizoram University, we have a very beautiful campus there. We have uh, various subjects, various institutes for uh, various subjects. And yeah. this is uh, still going. And in, in regard to this in, uh, infrastructure, uh, particularly in regard to education, Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't say that it is uh, good enough or adequate. But then we have, in spite of being, in spite of its remoteness, uh, we have uh, good institutes, including the university. Yeah. And so, what about the unemployment problem um, in the state? Yeah, like in other parts of the country, unemployment is a big problem. Yeah. Uh, educated unemployment, particularly. Mm-hmm. Even in the center, I think today it is the worst for many yes. years regarding this uh, unemployment. Now in Mizoram also we do we do face this problem. Hmm. Uh, uh, during our time, Mizoram Youth Commission was uh, started, and from right. there we encourage students. Uh, to study and to go for various occupations. And the youth commission helped them. And they also say, started online study for various uh, jobs, including uh, civil services. Mm. That was uh, very good and very uh, useful for the, chil- uh, for the students. Right. But now I don't know how uh, how they are functioning this I, I don't think they are continuing whatever uh, has been started by the youth commission during our time right so sir, any solution from your side any suggestion from your side to resolve the unemployment issue in the state now so, during our time uh, we started the program which we call netmoc mm-hmm. uh, this is for MEDMOC. This is for the youth. Yeah. I say to, I say we try to encourage them in entrepreneurship. Right. In various trades. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, the, the materials which are locally available. And quite a good number of educated young people have started uh, doing this. I don't know how they are going now, but many okay. of them have been successful. We had uh, uh, exhibition of whatever they had produced. Okay. Like plates from banana leaves, things like that. Which are the, the, the raw material which are uh, available in the state. Yeah. And they have been doing very well. And some uh, SA, uh, ambitious young, educated young people, they were very happy with us. Okay. And, and, and because of their uh, enthusiasm mm -hmm. and seriousness, many of them have become successful. Okay. Uh, so uh, now the Zoramthanga government will be completing two years in office very soon. How happy yeah. are you with their policies and initiatives and the overall performance of the government? Well, to be frank with you, the overall performance is not that good. You see, uh, even though the finance minister himself has always been talking about money in plenty mm -hmm. that they have, but when the need arises, it doesn't uh, it doesn't give this out. For instance, even to fight this COVID-19, the health yeah. department uh, wanted some money for purchasing some urgent uh, things. But even yeah. this was the sanction. And this was known by the entire people in the world. Okay. So any so, other issue that... No, so, so the talk of the town today is, even though the finance minister, who is the chief minister himself, Talk about plenty of money, and in fact, in the assembly he announced. In the assembly he announced that one Mr. Sekhawat yeah. uh, gave him is going to give him money. It was so much, so much so that he could not even uh, spread it out. He could not even, you know, uh, say the amount is so so huge. He could not even. Say the, say the number say the number clearly to that mm -hmm. And the other day, some people asked him, "What is those money? Now, if you have so much money, it is time to dole out because it is very urgent, it is very necessary. And how much is uh, how much money, how much money has the government has?" Mm -hmm. uh, but his uh, reply. Which all the Mizos know now is only God knows. Okay. So the financial position of the state government is not known to the, not to the, not to God only, not even the finance minister himself. All right. So the, so the bruise issue that has been a long pending issue. In fact, recently. Uh, the Chief Minister, Mr. Zoram Thanga, wrote to uh, Tripura Chief Minister because there was this issue of displacing them. Uh, there's a lot of tension going on as far as the Bru uh, refugees are concerned. So how do you look at this? Why has consecutive governments not been able to problem, uh, resolve this issue? You see, when coming to this issue, I, I must tell you that Perhaps Mizoras are the worst sufferers of the British divide and rule policy. 
Oui, mm -hmm. population de population in Myanmar. We, our population, you know, in Mizoram now. Yeah. And we have quite a big chunk of population in Bangladesh. And even yeah. within our own country, we have a sizable population of Mizoram in Manipur, mm. neighboring Kacha, and Tripura. And in Tripura, this Zampui range and Sakhan range. Yeah. have been occupied by, by the Mizos since ages. And the Mizos were settled there, like Zampui, Zampui Ranch and the Second Ranch. They used to be very prosperous by a local standard. And, uh, and at one point of time, they even had demanded regional council. The entire Rampirans is populated by Mizos only. Yeah. Now the Rians, you know, uh, I'm told are uh, migrant from Bangladesh. There is one Mayan here in Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. And most of these uh, Bruce, uh, they are in, in, in Tripura, they are called Rians. In Mizoram, we call them Tripu, but now they prefer to be called Bruce. Right. So we call them Bruce now in Mizoram. So, so is there a solution to this whole problem? They are not permanent settlers of Mizoram. They migrated from uh, Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. And over the years, they adopted Mizoram way of life, Mizoram names, and even uh, the religion, which is Christianity. Now, at one point of time, when the problem came up, even Lal Krishna Advani blamed me, tried to blame me to, uh, for, for uh, possibly converting them to Christianity. But, no, but then these people, over the years, when they came to, to Mizoram, migrated to Mizoram from Bangladesh, they adopted Mizoram way of life. Yeah. And gradually, uh, they become Christians also. Right. And I told Alphys Advani also that uh, not only that they embrace this uh, religion out of their own will. Mm -hmm. Now, even the children, everybody uh, attend church and they're all very happy. Nobody, in, uh, nobody questions them. So mm -hmm. why don't you allow them under the Indian position to yeah. embrace whatever uh, religion that they have, they, uh, they, yeah. they like. So, mm -hmm. but then in spite of that, he tried to blame me. But mm -hmm. I told him very clearly that uh, we never force anybody to embrace any religion. Yeah. That is against the constitution of India. And therefore, these people, they have adopted the way of life of the Mizos, they have adopted yeah. the religion, even mm -hmm. they have adopted the names of Mizos. And yeah. they, they have pastors, reverence, and all that. Mm -hmm. So the question of forcing them doesn't arise at all. Now, they say they settled in Mizoram and they are very happy with us. Okay. During my government uh, from 1984, we give them primary school, water supply and various other things, and we forward them under the, the uh, you know, the popular 
economic program, which is known as NLUP. New yeah. yeah. They are also cooperating with this. They are all very happy. But then, you know, there is some problem with in the uh, in this in, in, in sanctuary, the warden, there was a trick between the warden and the Bruce. Okay. So the process, uh, one warden was killed. And some right. of them, you know, uh, take to violence. Yeah, so that is how the displacement happened. A few villages were burned. Right. And so, uh, and most, uh, many of them left. But then I appealed to them personally mm -hmm. that this is one just, uh, just, just a strange incident. And yeah. it is not uh, intended against the Bruce. It's just a strange incident. And right. I assured them that uh, they'll be given protection and all. But mm -hmm. then, uh, within the group community, mm -hmm. uh, so some this, some disgruntled elements wanted to start insurgency against okay. the Muslim government. These okay. people instigated them. You see, at the point of time, they have uh, nominated MLA from the group community. Right. Then these yeah. people did not want to live. They not, did not want to leave Mizoram. Yeah. And okay. even say uh, they're intimidated. Yes. Many of the Jews, the say innocent Jews, they were coerced into leaving their village. They were intimidated, and uh, if they don't leave. Uh, their respective religious and free to Tripura, they will be uh, punished like anything. The entire village will be burnt. Things like that, you know. Because of intimidation and coercion, they have to leave, they have to reluctantly leave their respective villages. Because in their villages, they are very well off. We cover them under this economic problem, we give them. Primary school, we give them a middle school, we give them water supply. Besides these yeah. in the villages, nobody know, uh, requires anything else. Right, sir. So I'm running out of time, sir. Quickly, I yeah. would want to know from you the chances of uh, Mr. Laliang Chunga, the uh, nominee, the Congress nominee for Rajya Sabha seat. Elections are due on 19th this month. So what right. are the chances of the Congress candidate? Because we have seen you, one of the most veteran uh, Congress leaders of the state, you lost both your seats during the assembly elections. So how, uh, you know, how optimistic are you about uh, Lalian Trunga's, uh, you know, winning the seat this time for Rajya Sabha? Is it considering, considering the strength of the members of the legislature, there is no ground for being optimistic. Mm -hmm. Right. But then, but then I'm not a pessimist. Yeah. So I'm always optimistic. And he's a very, you know, educated, uh, highly educated man. Uh, he recently has obtained his PhD degree. And even though our numbers is 
Yeah. This then required. Yes. Let us see the outcome. All right. And I'm sure you are equally optimistic about the Congress's future in Mizoram, Northeast, and India in the coming days. Very much because, you know, uh, there was no anti incumbency wave during my time, till yeah. the last moment. But the only thing was that the local church, I don't blame them mm. because of my liquor policy. Right. You see, nowhere in the world prohibition has been successful. Even great country known as the uh, United States of America, they failed so miserably, so much so that they had to amend their constitution. Right. Uh, but then in Mizoram, even though it is uh, supposed to be a Christian state, I thought that we should be generous to every section of the society yeah. and when there is uh, you know prohibition those drinkers cannot just because prohibition has been imposed those drinkers cannot regular drinkers cannot simply uh, okay. stop their uh, habit yeah yeah and than spurious and dangerous drinks they should be given I say the best of uh, wines and liquors yeah. for them. Okay. Yeah. And nowhere in the world, even Christian states, known as a so called Christian state, there is no prohibition. So right. I thought that I thought that under the constitution, even those drinkers should have their share of uh, you know, uh, justice and all. Yes. But during the election, even though there was no incumbency wave, mm -hmm. there was no corruption in, in my in my time. Right. I didn't but allow still, to creep in. Yes, but, but the verdict was entirely different. Yeah. During the election, the charge was against us. Right. Right. Because because of the charge that we lost. All to right. be very, very frank with you. Right. Yeah. yeah. But hoping that, you know, sir, things will change in the coming days. And uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, thank you, viewers, for watching. Yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you once thank again. You. Pleasure speaking to you. So thank you, sir. Good day. Thank you. Thank you, sir. To you, too. Thank, thank you, viewers. Bye. Thank you, Father.